Hey guys, welcome back to the Chooseify Daily Special Edition. Bringing this to you five days a week, really, as we're all kind of going through this time together. We talked about it yesterday, how we kind of all woke up to a new world and what went from kind of like maybe kind of scary stuff coming our way, went to the world has forever changed. And so our show, which was really intended as a twice a week format, we're going to move it to to daily because we're living this with you. There's no free passes here. You know, if you're on this path to financial independence, you certainly have advantages. You're excited that you started when you did, um, but it's not a get out of jail free card. And so, yeah, we're back for our second edition of this daily show. And uh, to help me with this, I have my co-host, Brad. How you doing, buddy? Hey, Jonathan, I'm uh, I'm doing well. Yeah, doing quite well. So, yeah, it's interesting. Like, as we're kind of recording these just stream of consciousness here, the world has forever changed. I wonder... You know, if if we'll look back in a year or two and 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 think that, I mean, it, I I suspect so, uh, but it's it's very very hard to know, and it certainly it feels that way right now. But I think we'll unfortunately we'll only know in in hindsight, and I mean, maybe it has changed in positive ways, right? Like we've seen America and people across the world do things that we previously would have thought unthinkable, mm. right? I mean, we have people, millions, tens of millions of people self-quarantining for the good of society. Like <laughs> if that doesn't warm your heart, I don't know what does. Honestly, I mean, 3 weeks ago, maybe even 10 days ago, could you have imagined 100 plus million Americans or two how many ever 100 million Americans self-quarantining for the good of society? It's incredible. And and if you think about it, uh, I I saw a meme and memes are normally so far on the fringe that you just kind of throw them out of hand. But this one just struck a chord with me. And I think I'll remember it probably forever now. Like our grandparents, some cases our parents, for their country, they were asked to go to war. We are being asked as our civic responsibility, as our best way to serve our country, to sit at home on our couch and catch up on Netflix. Like, <laughs> put that in context. <laughs> I can do that. <sighs> but it yeah, is. It's... Yeah, that, I, Laura showed me that one yesterday. And, uh, it, you know, it's funny. It hit me in a similar manner, right? I think, yeah, it was about parents or, or grandparents or the greatest generation. I'm sure there are a bunch of different <laughs> memes about this, right? But, like, but, I mean, yeah, to think about what people sacrificed then. And, yeah, I mean, for me, like I said on, on yesterday's episode, like, I'm getting to sit here and hang out with my family. And we just, I literally got onto this call two minutes before we hit, hit go. And we were playing bas- knockout basketball games in the, in the backyard with the four of us. And I'm like sweating profusely. And I'm like, oh, I got to go record a podcast since we're doing this every day now. Like, you know, that's, that's what we're talking about here. But, you know, obviously this is tongue in cheek to some degree, Jonathan, you're trying to like, you have to always look on the bright side, right? Because then you could look at the negative and say, well, oh, the stock market has gone down 30%. I mean, as we're recording this literally at 2.35 p.m. on uh, Monday the 16th here, I mean, everything can change in an hour. But like the stock market is down almost 30% from its high from a month ago. And, you know, if I look, if I want to sit here and cry and look at how many dollars I've lost on paper, I could do that too. So isn't that interesting, right? Like reality is truly what you make of it, right? And perspective is so important that you can look at the same situation. And I have not thought of that until the negative side until right this second, because I've been focusing on a, I'm doing something really important. I genuinely believe for society and B 
I'm having a ball in the process, getting to hang out with my family. It's pretty cool, man. You know, what's interesting is, uh, so we, the, I mean, we can say this now officially, the, the bull market, the 11-year bull market is over. Yeah, it's true. I think what's the definition of a, a bear market is when it's a 20% drop in stocks from the recent highs. Is that is that the technical definition? That's it. Yeah. And there's an important distinction there. So we are in a bear market. So the bull is over. But the question is that, you know, because some people are maybe conflating the two, is this a recession? And Brad, I mean, you're familiar with these terms, a recession. Can you, can you define that for our audience? Yeah. My understanding is that is... Uh, two straight quarters of negative economic growth as measured by the the GDP. And, you know, we are a couple of weeks into this, maybe a week, a singular week into this. So by definition, we cannot be in a recession because we have no idea, right? It's not two quarters is six months. So unfortunately, it's hard to recognize except in hindsight. But, you know, I think if you were asking me as a betting man, it, are we going, is this going to be a recession? I, as a betting man, I probably would say yes, but there is no way for anyone to say that by a technical definition right now. Whereas we can clearly say by any measure, we are in a bear market as far as the stock market is concerned. You know, I think, uh, the one thing at this point and really even before this, but going forward that we need to watch out for our audience, the best way that we can serve you right now is you cannot afford to panic sell at this point. Like you, you, you cannot do it. I think the question is, you know, can you time the market? And this is kind of going off script here a little bit, but I want to say there was one individual in our Facebook group, uh, probably maybe like three or four weeks ago, the market had just taken a downturn. It was down maybe like five or 6% at this point. News was coming out of China and he says, I think this is it. I'm just letting y'all know I have moved all my stuff, everything. I've moved it all into cash. <laughs> and the group response was, ah, Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. And you know, I didn't, I didn't respond on that directly, but I think if you look, um, objectively if right now, if you look back two weeks ago, I think all of us would say, it'd be kind of cool if all of my money was in cash at the moment, that'd be kind of cool. But here's the problem. You only know that with the benefit of hindsight and let, let's just lay this out just as a, as a template for people to think about. This case, actually, it was a former guest of ours. It was Michael that said this. So I'll just give you credit. First of all, Michael, you, you got out, right? But here's the thing. If you look at how bull markets roll over time, typically we say that you know every so often, every five years or so, we go from a bull market and as cycle occurs, you have a bear market and then back and forth, back and forth. And as we hit five years and six years out, individuals say, we've never, the, it's, the stock market has never been higher. It's never been higher. Surely it's coming. And they just got all their money back on the sidelines and they watched year after year after year of it getting 20, in some cases, 30% returns, right? You just don't know, you know, with the benefit of hindsight, but you just don't know. And so on the, on the, uh, on the flip side now, individuals, you know, see the market going down 20 or 30%. They listen to your question, Brad. And, and you say, yeah, I think, I think a recession probably is coming. And they're like, well, could I pull my money, all my money out now? And, and just have it safe on the sidelines until, until I can get back in, get back in safely. And surely that's a good bet to which I would say, Michael got lucky. I'm so happy for him. I'm not, I'm, this is not a, you know, this is not a slight in any way. I'm so happy for him. He got lucky. It's amazing. 
But if you pull your money out now, you're taking unrealized losses and you're locking them in. And here's what's going to happen. Yes, maybe, maybe the market goes, does go down further, but you're going to wait because you're going to think, well, it might go down even more. I don't want to lose anymore. I want to make sure because I did this extreme move that I can actually catch the bottom but you don't know where the bottom is. I can promise you in hindsight, I'll be able to tell you where the bottom was a hundred percent of the time. But here's the thing. You're not going to be able to move quickly enough and you're not going to be able to recognize the science until you're benefiting from hindsight 2020. That's it, right, Brad? I mean, yeah, and, it's and you're going to miss it. It's almost impossible to get, yeah, you can't, it's almost impossible to get lucky twice in, in that regard. And, and I think as history has shown, being out of the market certainly on those handful of amazing days when it does finally turn, which you can't predict anyway. Again, like you said, you're only going to know in hindsight, being out of the market on those handful of days is going to crush your overall return over a 50 year period. Right. And I think that's, that's how we like to think. I mean, does this, does this suck? Right. I mean, like, let's be frank, like, is this terrible in the short term for all of us who are looking and saying, okay, my net worth is down 30%. Yes, it does. Everyone thinks that. So let's all just be clear, right? Like there's no, we're not trying to put lipstick on a pig here. It is not pleasant to watch this, but I think our larger point, and really we're just conduits, Jonathan, right? We're not worldwide experts on this stuff. We've had experts on our podcast talk about this. So where we are truly acting as conduits here of information is you cannot, you you cannot time this properly, certainly on both sides. And the time in the market is crucial over that long-term 30 to 50 year timeline and things cycle. We know they do. We've had Jim Collins on the, the podcast numerous times talking about this in great depth and they're going to cycle. You're going to see 30% drops. He said that specifically, you're going to see that numerous times over your investing lifetime, you have to steel yourself against it. And it's really hard when fear takes over, right? I mean, again, let's be honest here. Fear is taking over for some people. And that's just, it, it's fairly normal psychologically. I think that is why we've said all along, you have to prepare yourself for this because it is such a normal human emotion. Because right now you can spin all these wild fantasies, which may or may not happy fantasies. I have no idea, but these wild fantasies right now of where things are going and you can convince yourself of virtually anything when fear has taken hold. So again, I'm not saying that like that's unrealistic because I simply don't know what the future will hold. But what I can say is you come up with a plan in times where emotions are not running high and you stick to that plan. And I think that is the best advice that we can give. And you know, the only other thing I, I would add on to that, and I'm going to kind of talk about it from the perspective of someone that felt the need to sell. And, and, and in Michael's case, you know, he got it, he got out, got out on time. He's probably very happy with that choice. But to me, what really comes through is when you have a plan that correctly assesses your risk tolerance, you don't need to change the plan when news, you know, comes across, right? Like if you have if you have not correctly assessed your risk tolerance, if you've not paid down your debt, if you've not built up your emergency fund, if your asset allocation does not match up with your timeline to need your funds, suddenly you're trying to course correct in the middle. And so I think what we're going to do, you know, in, in the coming days is we're going to spend some more time 
talking about how to assess our risk tolerance. And now we're in it. It's on the way down. And now someone's like, holy crap, I'm, I'm hundred percent equities. And I realize my risk tolerance doesn't match up to that. That, you know, it's fine to acknowledge that you can't afford to panic sell now. That's, that's a horrible, horrible option. You, you're doing the exact opposite. You are, you're, you're going to totally, you're, you're selling when everybody wants to sell. When that fear is, is palpable, you are selling low and you're locking yourself and you're, and you're creating a situation where you're going to have to buy high. We, we cannot do that. So we have to find a way to take a look at our risk tolerance even if that means now we're opening up our eyes and we're doing it with current, you know, with the current market and we got to figure out what else can we do. Uh, and so I think that's going to be something that's going to be a, you know, a point of conversation. So let me just lay this out. This is our second. It's a daily show. Join us each and every day, Monday through Friday, as we kind of generate this type of content and talk through it from different perspectives. We're going to be drawing from the experience of those who went through this in 2008 and those who are going through this now. We're going to be looking from the perspective of people that are just finding this concept and are paycheck to paycheck. What can they do to create margin from the perspective of small business owners that realize that revenue is drying up and have people relying on them? What is a creative way to look at it? What are your options to minimize the burden both for yourself and also for those who are relying on you for income? We're going to be looking at this for the perspective of our community at large, a community of people. We don't get a free pass on bad things. But we look with a very intentional mindset, not from a place of fear, how to optimize with the situation that we've been handed. Yeah. And Jonathan, we certainly are going to bring in experts like we discussed earlier, where we have people like Vincent Puglisi, who has been on the show, is the author of Freelance to Freedom. He has homeschooled his kids for a number of years. And he now there are quite literally tens of millions of kids at home and they need knowledge how you know this homeschooling process right the parents need knowledge of of this homeschooling process and i think just having somebody like that that's the type of value we're trying to bring to the audience here this is not just going to be daily updates on what's going on in the stock market that's that's the farthest thing from what we're planning with this five-day week show this is how can we bring real-time information that helps everyone's lives so that's just but one example certainly and I mean, I'm really excited to see, hold on. that's but one example, certainly. And I think like we also discussed yesterday, this is going to be real time with the questions and the wins that you guys are having right now, right? This is for many of us unprecedented, right? For many of us who have never been through this before, we are going through it for the first time and you have questions, you have concerns, you have things that you're doing positively. Like we need you to reach out and Tell us it. Send us an email to feedback at chooseify.com or even better, go to our Facebook group and publish it there. And we will answer those questions. We'll bring on experts and we will talk through this because truly we are all in this as a community together. And I guess I'll just add on to that. You know, if you're hearing about this community, this concept of financial independence at the first time, maybe financial independence just seems too far to reach, but right now you're craving some level of financial resilience. Get started on this journey. Maybe now for the first time you understand the, 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 the power of not living paycheck to paycheck. Maybe this, maybe this was your wake-up call this week. Maybe this is the best thing that ever happened to your finances because you realize you can no longer tolerate paycheck to paycheck drift lifestyle. The hamster wheel no longer looks appealing. 
Go to chooseify.com slash start. Get started on your path to financial independence today. We'll see you next time.